Yearwood, welcome to EYE, the Evan Yearwood Experience. Today we are going to be talking about something I feel is a very serious topic, something that's very deep, and that's inflation. Uh, that's currency. And then later on, I'm going to be going over what I feel is the greatest currency in the world. And um, I'm going to be talking about that and why we need to be focusing on getting that greatest currency in the world. So first of all, to jump into it, I was listening to um, Patrick Bet David, who has a show on YouTube called Valuetainment. And I he, he mentioned something that really blew me away, but I'm not shocked entirely. He mentioned that 40 percent of the money that we have currently in circulation was created within the last 12 months. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's insane. And to me, that's insane because I understand that the United States is headed down a direction that has been tried several times over and over and over again in history when you create money out of thin air because that's what they did they created money out of thin air they've created trillions of dollars now the uh, countries have tried this throughout history right and the outcome is always the same take for example germany between june 1921 and November 1923, in Weimar, Germany, the highest monthly inflation rate rose over 30,000% every single month, right? Zimbabwe is another country that experienced hyperinflation. Now, we're not in hyperinflation, but we're headed down that path because this is a monster that never fills its appetite. So before, before I go further, let me explain a little bit about what inflation is because i know at least for me i thought that inflation was just a natural thing that's supposed to happen right um prices just naturally go up you know your dollar naturally loses value but upon further investigation this is obviously not something that is natural in fact the founding fathers deliberately did not want this to happen but here we are down this path so Take, for example, an apple. If you were to buy an apple, and now I didn't do any research on the actual price of an apple, but just just you don't take the prices that I'm saying literally, okay? Take, for example, an apple. Let's say that apple was worth 10 cents or 50 cents back in 1950, right? Is that fair to say? I think an apple were. 10 cents or 50 cents or something like that is pretty fair considering what prices were back then right now if you want to buy an apple it's a dollar so has the apple gained more value inherently are apples now uh 10 times more valuable or or three times two times more valuable than what they were in 1950 no they're not more valuable it's just your dollar is less valuable meaning one dollar back in 1950 you'd be able to buy a whole bunch of stuff right you'd be able to buy you probably be able to buy a, a good amount of groceries but now a dollar is not really worth that much 
So here's the reason why your value loses dollars, loses value. It's called the hidden tax. Ever since 1971, exactly 50 years ago, when President Richard Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard, the U.S. dollar has lost over 90% of, of, its, of its value. And one of the main drivers for that is whenever they create money, right? Whenever you create money out of thin air, that new money has to be worth something. So let's say there's a hundred one dollar bills circulating in the entire country. Okay. Just for example, and let's say the government makes now another hundred dollars and now you have $200, $201 bills circulating in the country. That new set in supply of hundred dollar bills has to gain its value from somewhere so it siphons it from the original hundred so now before the government made the extra hundred dollar bills there were every dollar was worth one dollar but now because there is two hundred one dollar bills circulating every one dollar bill is now worth 50 cents you get why it's alarming for me to hear that 40% of all of our money supply was created in the last 12 months. Because what does that mean about the dollars that I have in my bank account? It's going to lose its purchasing power. This is why it's called the hidden tax. Because it's a tax where they don't actually take your money. They take the purchasing power of your money. And now they can create whatever, whatever they want. You know, They can create money out of thin air. Which to me personally is um, is ridiculous and it is um, it's thievery. So that being said, what are we going to do about it? Because obviously it's happening. Um, I'm not like advocating, oh, we need to go and knock on the Federal Reserve's building and be like, yo, stop printing money. Because they're printing money and they have the power to and they've had the power to over the last 50 years or however long they've been in power. So the real question is, what are we going to do knowing that United States is heading down this path? And it's very important that you understand the United States is heading down this path of hyperinflation, right? Just like I talked about in Germany, where they experienced monthly inflation rates that rose over to 30,000 percent, meaning that their their uh, their currency was losing value by 30,000 percent every single month is actually a famous famous story that you weren't even able to buy a loaf of bread in germany with a uh with a wheel wagon right you can have a wheel wagon full of german marks and you still weren't able to buy a bread because the the currency was basically worthless it was worth, worth nothing so with that being said i think that there's a few things, and by no means I'm not an economist. I'm just a concerned citizen, somebody who wants to do very well in this country, and I need to understand the pitfalls. So I'm not an economist, but based off my understanding, I believe there's a few things that we should be paying attention to and, and putting our attention on. Number one, um, and I have not done a great job at this, but I... I, I will admit, but number one is cryptocurrency. 
I believe that cryptocurrency is not something that you're using for the short term to make speculative bets and oh my god ride dogecoin to the moon to make a billion dollars in a month i don't believe bitcoin's truest and purest purpose is just to get rich quick which i've seen many many of my friends and family get excited about the uh, enormous returns that they can get on their um on on buying bitcoin with that being said it doesn't mean that people have not made money it's just Bitcoin is not, that's not the purpose, the purest purpose of Bitcoin. For example, Bitcoin is a currency that once it's reached its cap, meaning the, the most amount of Bitcoins that can be in circulation, there will be no more coins created. So why is that relevant? Well, based on what I said earlier, the, the one of the driving forces of inflation is when you have a new influx of currency that devalues the original amount of currency. So once Bitcoin reaches its peak, let's say one Bitcoin is worth $50,000. It might not be worth that. It might be worth way more. It might be worth less. I'm not sure, but let's just use that as a number. If you have one Bitcoin is worth $50,000, it'll be worth about $50,000 for however long you hold that. You keep it in the bank or wherever you store it, and it won't lose any value. There's no hidden tax. So I believe that as the U.S. dollar falls and completely hyperinflates, which it probably will within the next 10 to 20 years, we're going to see the world shift to using currencies like Bitcoin. So Bitcoin or any um, coin that's going to be around for a while, I think that is a great play. To, to buy and hold for the long term not to make money now but in the in case that the u.s dollar collapses then you, then what you're have you what where you have your money in bitcoin it'll hold its value gold is another thing that traditionally has held its value throughout time right the reason why the um, you you the reason why you buy gold is a hedge against something like this where a dollar collapses. For example, in Germany, if the people that had their uh, like a reserve of their money in gold, they weren't as affected by those ridiculously high inflation rates because even though their marks, their German marks lost value, the gold didn't lose value because gold is inherently valuable, right? You cannot miraculously make more gold out of thin air right there is a limited supply on this earth so every single uh, bullion or gold bar or gold coin that you have it holds its value so that's number one um paying attention to cryptocurrencies or uh that are going to be around here for the long term like bitcoin bitcoin is definitely leading the charge out of all the cryptocurrencies um and and gold and so now, now that I got that out of the way, um, I want to talk about what I think, honestly, is the greatest currency out of everything that um, that you can buy or have or use. I believe the greatest currency is people. So let's, for example, you can have a million dollars, a billion, a trillion dollars, but if there's no other people on earth is the money that you have in your bank account worth anything 
No, right? It's not worth anything because you need that money to trade it with other people so they can give you their goods or services. So people is the ultimate medium of all exchange, of, of all exchanges. But the real value of people is people bring things that money cannot. People bring opportunity. People bring support. People bring talent. People bring their knowledge, their experience. And the people that have a strong network, they always tend to go longer in the distance. The people that have a strong team, they've built a strong community, they built a strong culture in their company, they tend to last and go the distance. So people are the most valuable currency that every single one of us should be going after and focusing on building. It's just as the old adage says, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know and who knows you. So yes, I kind of was like advocating for Bitcoin and advocating to buy gold, but Let's say you don't really have that much money to really make a difference whether or not you buy, you know, $100,000 or $1,000 worth of gold or $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. It's not going to make that much of a difference. What you should be focusing on, understanding the where we're going with inflation, is like, who do I know? Who do I know? Who knows me? Who are the attorneys that I know? What what are these social clubs that I'm in? Where are these social circles that I'm in so people can know me? You know, and one of the greatest ways of meeting people and, and getting them in your network is doing business with people. You know, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to a networking event and I'm networking. It's um having interactions with people. Going to the same restaurant every single day and, and meeting the manager, meeting the boss, meeting the owner, you know, taking to your car, taking your car to the same mechanic every single day and meeting the mechanic. And then when you meet him, ask him, hey, who do you know that's also in your business? You know, I'd love to meet them, you know, and expand my Rolodex of people, because the more people that, you know, the more people that know you, you develop a certain type of power that money can't buy. You can't buy influence. You cannot buy influence. And when you have influence, that gives you and unlocks a certain type of power that if, let's say, the money, uh, the dollar hyperinflated tomorrow, but you have a Rolodex of people that you know, oh, I can call this person and put this opportunity together, or we can start this business together. Oh, I know this person that's that you know their um, their business wasn't really affected by the economy. I can go work with them. When you have that level of influence, I mean, you could really do whatever you want. So that kind of begs the question: How do you build influence? How do you get people in your rolodex? And the greatest way to do that is ask more of what you can do for other people and not what other people can do for you. There's this book by Dale Carnegie. It says, uh, the title of it is How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a great book. Pick it up and go read it.
And one of the things he says in that book is, if you want to find friends, be a great friend. Be a great friend. Be somebody that has impact on people's lives. Because the more that you become a great friend to people, the more that you ask what you can do for them instead of what they can do for you, you start to impact people's lives. And when you impact people's lives, that creates influence. And that's ultimately the greatest currency you could possibly have. You know, I I, lo- I really love this interview um, that uh, Tupac was doing. And the interview was asking him, um, you know, how do you feel that your record label is taking advantage of you? How do you feel about that? Because obviously you're a musician, but they're getting you on the amount of money that you make. Like they're making more money off you than you're making off yourself. How do you feel about that? And Tupac said, well, listen, everybody has a boss, but who really got the power here? Because, yes, they might be making more money off me for my records, but all of their sons and daughters are singing my songs. All of their family members know who I am and I'm influencing them. So who really got the power? The power is in influence. The power is in who you know and who knows you. So I wanted to talk about this today because number one, inflation is um, it can be somewhat of a complicated um, topic and there's a lot of confusion around what inflation is. I know I certainly was definitely very confused on how inflation happens, but it is a problem and it might not be a problem that's affecting you today right now. Okay. Even though we've noticed that prices have been increasing across the board in timber and in oil, obviously gas prices have increased. It might not be in a, something that's affecting you right now at this moment, but successful people always think long term. Successful people always peek their head around the corner to see what's happening next so they can prepare for it. And I personally believe this is going to be a massive issue, the inflation of our dollar and losing its buying power. Because throughout history, there's never been a time where a country has created more money in there and it hasn't led to hyperinflation. It has not happened. It, it, it has not. We, there's never been a country that went down that course and it didn't happen. When you create 40% of the money supply in the last 12 months, which we did, that's that's nuts. That's really nuts. So this is more of a, this is more of a, um, me pointing out that there's an elephant in the room and it needs to be addressed. And there's a couple of things you can do. Look into cryptocurrencies, diversify the amount of money that you have, right? Create a, a reserve, your own reserve of cryptocurrency, of gold. Not so you can sell it when the price increase that makes a profit because why would you sell cryptocurrency to get dollars that are worthless that is losing money you buy you buy it you hold it so if dollar ever goes away you still can hold on to your value and that's also the same thing for gold and then the greatest currency of all people let's say that you don't do anything with the gold and cryptocurrency but you make a conscious deliberate determined effort i am going to build my network I will be known. I'm not trying to be famous. I'm trying to be known. I'm trying to have an impact. So if I have ever have to make the call, because whenever people are in trouble, there's a, always a call that happens. You're calling somebody. And if you ever had to make the call 
I I want you to say I want to make sure the person that I'm calling can help me out. We can do a business together. We can um we can come together. We you know do something that's going to uh be uh that's going to change the situation. Whatever the situation that you're in. I want you to make a conscious, deliberate, determined effort that I'm going to build my network. I'm going to build my list. I'm going to build my contacts. I'm going to be impactful. I'm going to provide value. I'm going to be a friend to people that are asking who can be who, who who's going to be a friend to me because that is the greatest currency. And you never know where that can take you. That might even take you on the most incredible adventure of your life maybe it has nothing to do with money maybe the people that you the new people that you meet will lead you to an incredible adventure right a incredible spiritual journey journey right it might lead you to learning things that you didn't even know like in the last podcast i talked about there's things that you don't even know that you don't even know right and a large um region uh a big reason of that is because there's people that you don't even know that already know it, right? And they can teach you, but you don't know them. Now, I'll end this podcast with this. One, I was reading this book about the real reason or the major factor on why negative people don't become successful. And it kind of it kind of shocked me, but it, when he explained it, it wasn't surprising. So one of the major factors of why negative people aren't successful is not just because they have a negative attitude, but it's because people don't want to be around them. And when people don't want to be around you, solutions to problems that you have that you would normally be able to consult one of your friends or family or people in your phone about, you don't have them. So your life becomes progressively worse because the greatest resource, people, you don't have at your disposal. So in that book, he talked about negative people tend to do worse in life because people don't want to be around you. So make a decision. People are going to be around me. I am going to be an impact player. Go pick up that book I mentioned, How to Win Friends and Influence People, because it's a skill. And just like any skill, any skill worth having is worth being bad at before you get good at. And once you get good at influencing people and getting people in your network, I mean, who really knows? You might even become a multi-multi-millionaire. There's many industries that pay top dollar for people that know how to connect people and build networks. So with that being said, take care. This is Evan Yearwood, episode two of the Evan Yearwood Experience. And until next time, peace out. Oh.